Imagine if when the chips were down, Bruce Springsteen stopped following his dreams. Hi, I'm Ted Canova, and welcome back to my new podcast, That One Lyric, where fans choose a lyric and describe how it has shaped and impacted their lives. We know lyrics speak to us, often right when we need them most. But do lyrics also have the power to change our mood? Take our last episode with Andy from the UK, who chose that one lyric from Springsteen's Badlands. I've had times when I felt really down and really low in my life. That lyric lifts me. The destiny is in your hands. Andy's story, like all the others on this podcast, has listeners like Rich churning. Every time I listen, he wrote, I have my own conversation with Ted percolating in my mind. I've come to accept one episode is never enough. Hmm, maybe we should start charging. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Rich, thanks for your five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It automatically entered Rich into a cool raffle. Stay tuned till the end of this episode to learn how you too can enter. Now to the swamps of Jersey. Let's meet Jay Lustig, former Star Ledger music critic who chose that one lyric that gave him strength to ignore the naysayers and pursue his dreams. Jay, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? Hi, very good. Thanks. You run a vital website on arts and culture and music in New Jersey. Tell us about it. It's called njarts.net, and the idea is to have one place where you can go to find out whatever's happening in the arts in New Jersey. We cover a lot of Bruce, of course, Southside and Stephen Van Zandt and all those artists. And it also has a page that has 350 New Jersey songs. Fill my heart with song and let me sing forevermore. And yes, Frank Sinatra's got seven, but Bruce has 16. I was raised out of steelhead swamps, Jersey. When I started the site, it happened to be the 350th anniversary of New Jersey. So I did a song a day that was either recorded in the state, recorded by an artist from the state, or had something to do with the state. Wow. All right, Jay, what was your first exposure to the music of Bruce Springsteen? Well, that would be the Born to Run album. I was 14 when it came out, maybe even 13. I heard Born to Run the song on WNEW. Scott Muni or who? Do you remember the DJ? Probably Vince Kelsa. He was my favorite. Good evening, Vince Kelsa with you on this Monday night at WNEW FM. Where were you when you heard Born to Run? Probably in my bedroom, just listening to the radio and being impressed and being aware that kids at junior high school at the time were like talking about it. Like there was a buzz about this album. I took a shot and bought the album and then fell in love with the album. So that was the start for me. You know, what's really interesting about that time in our lives is that there could be a collective buzz. If a new local artist was getting a lot of play on NEW, that was a big deal and would get your attention. I remember we used to have to mail in self-addressed stamped envelopes to get concert tickets. Yes. That's so bizarre. Did we really do that? And then you didn't know if you got a ticket unless it came in the mail one day. Usually you would go to what they call like Ticketron outlets at the mall or at a record store. Some record stores had them. That's right. So how many times have you seen Bruce? 
probably about 150 or so. Wow. Before we get to your one lyric, tell me, what song did you choose that one lyric from? The lyric that really jumped into my mind when I first heard of this project was from Meeting Across the River. Of course, the song is a little story. Bruce had said in an interview, there was that New York, New Jersey, big time, small time thing. Back then when you lived in Jersey, you could have been a million miles away from New York City, and yet it was always there. He was viewed as like a provincial New Jersey artist, not a big time New York artist. Hey, can you lend me a few bucks? Tonight, can you get us a ride? He felt growing up like he was in the shadow of New York. So that's part of the symbolism, too, that Cross the River is the big time. And there are these nobody guys who are daunted by the opportunity to go in New York to, like, the big time of crime and to be involved with this big New York heist. The original title of the song was The Heist, where he made it more clear what it was involved with. All right, I am so excited just after this brief conversation. What is that one lyric you picked to talk about from Meeting Across the River? Eddie, man, you don't understand that two grand's practically sitting here in my pocket. But Eddie, man, she don't understand that two grand's practically sitting here in my pocket. A lot of it is the way Springsteen sings it. In most of the song, he's trying to kind of distant and trying to stay cool. He's trying to give Eddie this like, you know, oh, we're cool guys. But then all the passion comes in at that moment. And the trumpet lead in the background kind of goes off on this wild tear. I think I was kind of stunned when I first heard it because I recognized it as something I did. You're taking on something that not necessarily everyone believes you can do, and you think you may not be able to do it. You're unsure of yourself, and you fantasize about that moment where it works, and you get it done, and you can just be real calm and say, "Ah, I did it, no big deal, you were wrong to worry about me, I could do it. I had recognized that I had had that fantasy too, and gone through that kind of process. In what way? In being a music critic? Well, I wasn't a music critic when I first heard the song, like starting this website. A lot of people told me, don't start the website. It's not going to work. You're not going to make enough money. Don't even try it. And I did it. And I still haven't reached that point where I can throw the money on the bed and go out walking, you know. (laughs) And when I walk through that door, I'm just going to throw that money on the bed. She'll say this time I wasn't just talking. But I've had to sacrifice in in a lot of ways. It has been a financial struggle and a personal struggle, but I still have moments where I kind of fantasize. If I can ever make this website everything I want it to be, how great would that moment be? And I think that's what the song is about. It's about giving yourself the strength to pursue something when it may not be a great idea. This really gets to the naysayers in our life yeah whether it was the naysayers in bruce's life saying what are you doing this music you're yelling we can't even understand you right and i've heard it in my life i've had people in my life when i started my first music podcast who said what are you doing you're not a rolling stone writer they're music journalists who have done this for 30 years and you think you can just start it up and it actually quelled me you almost need to know what well to go to to share those inner Ah, senses of dreaming. Right, right. If we took our dreams to people who are always telling us, 
No, rein it in, rein it in. You wouldn't have started your website. Right. And the biggest naysayer is usually yourself. We've all internalized those criticizes and we have to convince ourselves first of all. And I think in the song, he's really convincing himself. He's talking to Eddie, but it's a song that's really about his self-doubt. And he's not sure he has what it takes to pull this off. And he's got to talk himself into it. Like if you're 100% sure, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. It's interesting you say that he's talking to himself and trying to bolster him up before the meeting across the river because there's that line, we gotta stay cool tonight, Eddie. We gotta stay cool tonight, Eddie. Cause man, we got ourselves out on that line. Interpreting it the way you're saying it is he's telling himself he's got to stay cool tonight. Oh, sure. Even, you know, put this in your pocket. It'll look like you're carrying a friend. I think it speaks to his own sense of weakness. Like he's not intimidating enough, powerful enough himself. So it all reflects back on him. In many ways, Springsteen was talking to himself and giving him the strength to make this explosive album born to run to put everything he had into this album prove to the world what he could do beyond new jersey beyond what he had done before to really go for broke i mean this was his go for broke album and he felt he needed it at that point in his career because his first albums hadn't sold that great he was in danger of being dropped by columbia his perception and the band's perception was we really got to nail it this time or or we're going back to new jersey to play the clubs yeah where do you go these days do you hear the naysayers in a different way do you ignore them do you avoid them it's not that the song inspires me so much but it's that i can relate to it so much it's not like i listen to it for like rah rah or that kind of inspirational thing but when any kind of art can create something that touches such a deep nerve it's inspirational to me jay i love that as listeners turn to njarts.net, I think that there is a deeper appreciation for what you're building, knowing that meeting across the river has allowed you to dream. Thanks, I really appreciate it. And yeah, I would say the whole album really, just one of the greatest rock albums ever. Tell our listeners how they can support njarts.net. Well, go to the site, njarts.net, sign up for our Facebook, our Twitter. We have a free email newsletter that people can sign up for that gets sent out once or twice a week and tells you all the new stuff that's going on. If you're really feeling generous, you can donate. Well, I'm heading over there right now and giving you a donation. Well, I appreciate it. Great to meet you and thanks for all your insights. Okay, well, thank you. Take care. I'm glad you got to meet Jay Lustig and explore that one lyric he chose from Meeting Across the River. But any man, she don't understand that two grass practically Sitting here in my pocket. Jay, keep at it. As Bruce sings, dream, baby, dream. While I couldn't dream of nicer comments I'm reading about our podcast, leave your review on Apple Podcasts and you'll automatically be entered into a raffle to win a That One Lyric baseball hat. If you'd like to be part of this, drop me a line. I'd love to talk to you about That One Lyric and what it means to you in your life. And please, just one favor. Share this podcast with your friends and fellow fans Yes, some may roll their eyes that we can actually talk about one lyric, but who cares? We're not apologizing for our fandom. I'm glad you joined me, that you're part of our community, and that you enjoyed that one lyric. I'm Ted Canova. As I say to end the tour podcast, music makes it all better. See you next time. Yeah.